Hello, everyone, and welcome to Don't Burst My Bubble with me, your host, Josh Ascroft. This is going to be a very different episode of the show today because I don't have any basketball to talk about, and I'm going to talk about a subject that I didn't think I was necessarily going to broach uh, on this podcast because I haven't been sure that I'm necessarily the right voice uh, to speak on it. Uh, The podcast is to deliver basketball news, but in light of recent events, there is no option but to speak on it, so I will. So today, the uh, Milwaukee Bucks decided to boycott their Game 5 of the playoffs against the Orlando Magic in wake of the uh, recent police brutality um, against Jacob Blake. Um, This uh, was a terrible incident. He was shot seven times in the back uh, by police as he reached into his car with his three children in the back seat. Uh, Other teams now have mentioned boycotting. The Thunder and Rockets have confirmed that they will be boycotting their game. Uh, I would assume the Lakers and Trailblazers will likely boycott their game also. I would be very surprised if any games are played tomorrow either. I just wanted to give a a quick note on what what is going on in this situation and what I believe is the the right way to sort of stand with these players on this. So let me start by saying that I'm a communications uh, major at the University of Michigan. I'm going into my senior year and I have, through my classes, studied... Uh, race in America in great detail. I've taken numerous courses on the subject at a university level, and I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of the um, the landscape of what race means in this country, despite not being from here originally. And I had very little understanding of it at all before I moved to this country. But let me start by saying that sy- uh, systemic racism is a very real thing. It stems from how African-Americans were brought to this country originally through slavery. From that time, despite the liberation of slaves, black people have been continuously oppressed in this country, and there's no other way of looking at it than that. It's oppression. There are laws in this country that were designed in order to oppress black people, to stop them from becoming successful individuals, the police force in this country, its origins are from capturing slaves. The history of police brutality in this country is horrific. And whether uh, police officers explicitly know that they're thinking this way, some of them do, without a doubt. A lot of them will be thinking, uh, will not know that they have these implicit judgments already in their heads because society is built on standards of systemic racism. A lot of people don't know the preconceived ideas they have in their heads about any minority group, in particular African Americans. But police officers in this this country believe that it's acceptable uh, to treat black people in whichever way they want. And the reason why they think that's acceptable is because for years and years they've done it and got away with it with little to no repercussions. Black people in this country are three times more likely to be killed 
by police officers. And you have a, a certain crowd of people right now who will talk about how people shouldn't try to resist arrest and how people shouldn't, they should always comply with police officers. I would start by saying that not complying with a police officer or resisting arrest is not a crime punishable by death. If you believe that police in this country have the right to be judge, jury, and executioner, then what is the point of even having a legal system? There isn't one. Police are consistently able to apprehend white people when they commit violent crimes. There has been seen in numerous school shootings in this country, mass murders. Police are able to capture white people without murdering them just fine. The, the issue here is entirely based on race. It goes, it is so deeply rooted in the history of America that to change it is very, very difficult. And I think that it is incredibly admirable what the Milwaukee Bucks and other NBA teams are doing right now. I think that when the players came into the Orlando bubble, they were promised the opportunity to continue to stand for social justice, and I think they have done that. But you've got to understand that the NBA is a league that is made up of between 70 and 80% of African-American players. This is so much more personal to them than it could be for you if you're a white American or if you're not even from America like me. This is an issue that is very deep to them. Sterling Brown, who is a player for the Milwaukee Bucks himself, was a victim of police brutality. A case happened about two years ago. He was punched by police, tasered by police, who would later apologize and the police officer in question was fired. But it doesn't matter who you are as an African-American in this country. You could have a target on your back purely because of who, like, of your skin color. That's the only thing. I fully stand with the decision by the Milwaukee Bucks. And if you don't understand the reasoning behind boycotting a playoff game, I believe, not wanting to speak for these players because I couldn't know the exact reasoning without being in their locker room, but I believe the idea is that to boycott a playoff game will demand national attention. This is going to be all over the news today, tomorrow, depending on how long this boycott goes on for games. I, I don't know. It will demand national attention being brought to the issue at large of police brutality in this country and systems of racism that continue to oppress black people. I don't, I don't have much else that I, I want to say because I, I fully agree with what these, these players are doing. And I'm a huge NBA fan. I've More than anyone I know, I've been looking forward to the return of the NBA since its hiatus due to the coronavirus. However, I fully stand with the decisions that these players are making because I couldn't possibly relate to what it is that they're going through emotionally. They thought that they were going to have the opportunity to make real change by going to the bubble, by continuing to preach for social justice. And I can only imagine how disheartening that could be when you continue to do that and then you see on the news an African-American man shot seven times in the back. There were three police officers there, and you're telling me that there was no way they could have apprehended that man safely 
without him being shot seven times in the back, and he is now potentially paralyzed for life from the waist down, and he's one of the lucky ones to even survive that ordeal. Which is just awful to say in and of itself. If you are a fan of a form of entertainment that is provided to you primarily because of black lives, like the NBA, then I believe you have no choice but to respect this decision, and the very least you can do is say that their lives matter and the all black lives in this country matter. Former incarceration does not matter. Resisting arrest does not matter. I, I can't stress that enough. There, there are people in this country who will bring up past criminal records of people who are victims of police brutality. What is the point of a justice system if you think that once someone has paid the price for the crimes that they have previously committed, that you think that that is then a reasonable thing to bring up when they are then murdered or seriously injured by the police? If you think that that is justifiable to police brutality, then I don't know what to say to you other than that you need to do some serious looking at yourself, some serious reading into this matter. The statistics are all there. You can go and look at what it, what it means to be an African American in this country in terms of statistics, in terms of being three times more likely, I will say that again, than a white person to be killed by police in this country. And frankly, it's ridiculous, and I think that it is a fantastic decision by the Bucks to try to make a stand for real change. I don't know what this will bring about, in all honesty, because we've seen time and time again with these protests that while we do get minor victories, nothing can ultimately be done without serious reform on so many of these issues. But I just wanted to take the time to say that Black Lives Matter, that I fully stand with any decision that is being made by these NBA teams and what they think is right in order to honor the black lives that are being affected in this country because of police brutality and continued systemic racism. I encourage everyone in this country who can vote to do that. I unfortunately cannot. But it's time to see some real change on this issue. I am a proud ally to the Black Lives Matter movement. It is not a violent movement. It is incredibly peaceful. So yeah, I just want to say that Black Lives Matter... I don't know what the next episode of this podcast will look like, if there are going to be NBA games to talk about today, tomorrow. But I just wanted to say my piece on this and say that I fully stand with the NBA players and their decision based around this issue. Goodbye.